Welcome to the Underground, where each week Brad and Court talk, sneak their way up and down the corporate ladder of sci-fi's futuristic series, Incorporated. Brought to you by PurePandom.com. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Welcome to the Underground. We are your sanctuary from the chaos of the red zones and the cold-blooded corporate intrigue of the green zone. Yes, do not go outside the green zone. Well, you can. There's a lot of fun outside the green zone. Just Yeah, that's just a hologram. Just keep track of your ears. That's a big thing right there. Yeah, and watch out. Don't go into the bathroom with any strange guys. No, no. Okay, we're going to talk about tonight's pilot episode of the show, but before we do that, we just want to remind everybody to go check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. So, Court, let the good people know how they can reach us. Well, you can find me on Twitter. I am at JinDev, and he is Brad ZB. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well on Twitter, and there's also a Facebook page for Pure Fandom as well. So the show is finally here, Brad. We've been excited for this one. I know. I've been waiting for it ever since it came out that we you know, got to get a couple little teasers on it, stuff like that. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. We had different ideas on what it was, but... Yeah, we did a little intro last week about the show of what we thought it might be. I know we talked a lot about Gattaca before we actually, you know, caught a clue. Right. Well, I think the whole thing with Gattaca was the fact of we saw the blood vial and they were he was doing the drop of blood. And if you if you've watched Gattaca, if you haven't watched it, blood is a big thing. It's a it's genetic. It tells your DNA. It tells you who you are. And Basically, the same thing that happened to show it. It's used as a security feature, right? And so he is a not he's of the lower class, and he had bought his way somehow into the corporate level, right? And, and that's yeah. kind of where the two shows are at, and then it goes separate, totally different ways. Oh yeah, I, I enjoyed the pilot a lot. I did too. I thought it was really cool. I mean, there's a lot going on. We find out right off the bat that. Things aren't looking so good in the uh, red zone. Or the green zone, depending on who you are. Well, true, but you don't catch that as much. In the green zone, we have, you know, they're watching TV. They're having bacon because it's special bacon anniversary, right? Oh, God. What year is the bacon anniversary? (laughs) I don't know, but it should be all the time. Um, (laughs) Well, maybe paper got replaced by bacon. Because well, bacon is super special. You can't get that just anywhere anymore. Right. Well, it was real meat. They were using synthetic food, yeah. which has, you know, been in science now. I mean, they're talking about growing meat to feed the population. and, and uh, these GMOs. Are, these are things that will happen. Are happening. It, yeah, are happening. And if you go to sci-fi.com slash incorporated, you can check out the website there. They have a history of the future which goes through everything of how we got to this point that we're at now. And like they say in the pilot, there was global warming and everything happened. Basically, everybody ended up in the Midwest <laughs> from what it is. And the corporations became uh, governing entities. They got separated. Yeah. Basically, the United States as we know it is gone. Yeah, and now it's a huge corporation. Yes, and the corporations are their own entities. Not a good place to live. Yeah. This is why Canada had to build their wall to keep the <laughs> Americans from overrunning them. 
I don't. It became yeah. a thing, you guys. Yes, it it became a thing. They had to build a wall because everybody was illegal immigrants in Canada. Yeah, we we made a run for the border. It, it wasn't even due to an election. Nope. Nope. <laughs> and and it, had, it was a good reason, because of global change. Right. So now the corporations run, what is it, 90% of the globe? Yep, sounds about right. Because, you know, global warming, big thing. Like, uh, history of the future, I can't stress that enough. Go to sci-fi.com slash incorporated, read history of the future. It really clues you in on a whole lot of stuff. It's really cool. It gives you a backstory. So it, it's not the Jetsons. I was very upset. Because no. um, we're in the year 2016, and my childhood was a lie. It's not prehistoric. There are no dinosaurs. I never, I do not have my flying car. I don't have my flying car, and I'm very upset about that. Like, Mr. Jetson, George, you lied. Yeah. 20, like, where's Basely Sprockets? 2074 is quite different. Quite, quite, yeah, quite, quite different, but not very different from where we are today. And that's kind of, that's way more realistic than flying cars. Well, this is true, because there's a lot of things that we can see going on now, that the rising sea levels, that's yeah. going to cause an effect. In, yeah. you know, 50 years, your beachfront property may not be beachfront. This has been happening. It's just oh, it's for sure going on. Yeah. And like the self-driving cars, that's something that they're looking at doing soon. Well, Tesla, you can go out and get your self-driving car right now. Yeah, exactly. Don't and trust honestly, it, that would be great. Cut down all the accidents. You have self-correcting cars right now. If you go outside the wide dotted lines, that they'll you know self-correct. I mean, Dodge Chargers, Challengers have them right now, so I know that part. Yeah, and the proximity right. too. Yeah. And they're freaking yeah, out. and there was one where if you're getting in, if you're super close and you're about to get into the accident, like the brakes will engage. Yeah, there's, yeah? A, there's a couple ones out there. Mercedes, I know, has that one out there also. It's happening, it, you guys. It's coming. It's it's there. But also, you get the fact that in the show, you find out. Look, before we jump in, let's mm-hmm. uh, take it to the top so okay. I can go over the synopsis and sure. the people behind the show. Sure, we have to on. thank them first. Okay, go ahead. Go. I mean, we jumped right into the whole thing. So go because ahead. we got excited, it's yeah. a really good show. Yeah, go ahead and hit that part. All right. So this was the pilot. It was titled "Vertical Mobility." It's set in, of course, 2074, like we said. So in 2074, where corporations govern all, one man must risk exposing his true identity to find his lost love. Oh, my God. Oh. The things you do for love, right? Exactly. So the episode was directed by David Pastor and Alex Pastor, and writing credits go to Molly Nussbaum, David Pastor, and Alex Pastor, of course. This is their baby. And we already knew that the executive producers included um, Batman and Jason Bourne. Batman and Jason Bourne. Yes. Batman. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Batman and Jason Bourne are part of this. <laughs> Crossover? Uh, no. <laughs> like they won't have a bat signal? Probably not. Damn it. Just saying. And the talent behind the show also, actors, gotta count them. Like that's who we see. Uh, ben Larson, our main protagonist mm-hmm. is played by sean teal there's laura his wife allison miller theo eddie ramos elizabeth julie orman i think she and julian played by dennis haysburg are the most recognizable for me in the show right. there's also chad david hewlett i've seen him in a lot of different things he's a great character actor if you if you're watching a sci-fi show he's been in it and we also had terrence he's also very familiar he's played by ian tracy yes we get a lot right off the bat. I mean, we find out more about Ben and his wife, Laura. 
Mm-hmm. You know, they had the bacon, and we find out from just from the news drops that were happening while we were watching the intro that kind of clued us in where we're at. We had the oil rigs in the Arctic that, you know, used to be covered with ice. Now they're drilling for oil. So Bing yeah. goes to work in his little electric car. We hear things about the red zone people who are crossing over and trying to get food and stuff. And like it that. doesn't look so bad from Ben's drive. No. Everything looks all green and beautiful. It's a pretty little place. And then the camera pans up and then you see desolation of, you know, the slums basically is everybody's out there. Just everything's gray and nasty. And, and you see uh, dwellings piled on top of each other. And so that says a lot about the classism. Like they, they have their own view of the real world and they don't want to see outside. Well, you kind of caught it with also there's, you know, the lower class and you kind of get the, I guess the middle class, which is working for those people in the corporate world. Mm-hmm. While yes, they were getting bust in by uh Spiga. Oh right? God. They were still getting the bracelets on and working for them. Yeah. And we found out the bracelet is their cash, right? That's mm-hmm. how they get paid. Right. Okay. But they also got the bracelets put on. Well, that's how they get paid. But they also had the bracelets put on them when they were getting there. So I think there's a little bit more to that that we're going to find out about also. Like the red zone people. So they just can't, you know, jump in and say, hey, I, I live here. True. Well, they also have that interesting screening process. You can't get in the building. Like, even if you don't have a bracelet, you're not getting in that building. Right. And it's the same like, thing. It's like TCA to the billionth degree. And that's the same thing that they were doing with the red zone people that were coming to work for them, too. They were scanning yeah. them. Yeah. And so, but yeah, going into the corporate land, yeah, you get scanned, <laughs> go through the TSA line every day going to work. How fun is that? They didn't have to yeah. take their shoes off, though. So there's that. This is true. Um, but like they scan everything. So you got to be careful what's in your bag and make sure nobody smuggled anything in there. And it's checking for data. Mm-hmm. We're, we're checking for viruses and stuff like this. Can we just say we love the guy that with the food porn? Uh, for sure. Like, that was hilarious. Like, resources aren't what they are now or what they've been in the past. And that's the part that makes sense. You know, we got that right off of the intro because, you know, it's bacon day. It's bacon anniversary. <laughs> and then we have food yeah. porn. This guy is watching somebody eating food and she's just, you know, cake all over the place. She has a good job in this whole entire thing. Well, that's like the the, the things that we used to see where women would get paid to do like household things like vacuuming. Right. Yeah. That may be in here somewhere. Probably. It did start off, though, with, you know, three days earlier, we see somebody in a hood getting put downstairs. I love the two guys in the elevator going, this day sucked. And they're like, oh, we don't want to go there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And of course, we had my favorite TV president, Dennis Haysbert, mm-hmm. uh, and he was going all kinds of Jack Bauer on whoever was under that hood. Now, did you notice his little insignia scar thing that he had on his hand? No. Look at that. I missed next, that. If you miss that, check that out next time you're watching the show. He has this, like, I think it was an infinity symbol. I'm not, I got to go back and check that again. But it was on his hand. So there's some meaning behind that. Like, he's, you know, of course, higher up. As, mm-hmm. as you rise up in the floors, you get more status. So that makes sense. He wasn't in the penthouse like Laura's mother was, Elizabeth Grouse, but he was head of security. Mm-hmm. By far, most feared man at the place. Oh, and they should fear him. I would fear him. 
And earlier in the episode, we also found out that there was a bombing that happened in Jakarta, and apparently that was a right. huge, huge deal. Yes, and it was at another one of the uh, corporate buildings. Yeah. So you have your resistance fighters that we haven't seen yet? <gasps> We're getting some. Oh, is it resistance fighters or, or is it another corporation? That's going Probably on? another corporation, corporate wars. I love the one commercial that they had for um, the Inazagi corporate army. Right, the Inazagi corporate army. Jeez. That was when they were in the red zone, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you're working and you want to join the Army now or Navy or Marines or whatever, you do it. It's the government. You go and join the military there, you're joining for a corporation. Yeah. Which for a lot of people, if you're in the red zone, that's a pretty good option, you know? Yeah. You, you got to eat. You're going to get paid something. You're going to get food. You get housing and all this. Granted, I guess there's probably a lot of corporate wars going on for them to have their own armies. Mm-hmm. It should be interesting. Apparently they have technology that shows what people are thinking, what they're dreaming, the right. ultimate in spyware. Yeah, and that's what Sam is working on. Yeah, I, that's I'm crazy. Not Sam, Ben. Sam's from another show that we were talking about. Aaron. Aaron, Aaron. and Ben. But being able to see what people are thinking in their dreams, it's only, was it, 60% true or 40%? Either way, it's not totally good yet. You don't want to trust it. You don't want to put your life on it. Like, I don't want that to ever be a thing. <laughs> That's like, uh, what was that Tom Cruise movie where Minority Report? Right. Like, you'll go to jail just for what you're dreaming or thinking. You haven't done it yet, but you're going down. Oh, definitely. And it's going to come. It's going to be there. Ben, but I hope it doesn't go there. Exactly, because that could be really bad for him. And I think that's a good thing about him working on it is the fact that yeah. he can kind of draw that away from himself. Sabotage. Exactly. Yeah. We'll have to see how that works out. But he has his own little thing going on. He's trying to find Elena. Yeah. Which, and so we finally find out who she is later in the episode. For, for for At the beginning, we just saw what that picture of her. Right. And we didn't really know what was going on with that. Yeah. But we did know that he was he, he's at the corporations for some nefarious means, but we didn't know why. Well, he got himself put into that. So he, he moved from the red zone to the green zone. People don't know he's from the red zone, but he's working right. his way up the ladder. And yeah. the farther he gets up the ladder, the more chance you have on being exposed because they do more security checks. Yeah. That and but you have more of a chance to use their technology or security to find people, and that's what he that's what he's been trying to do find out where Elena's been taking. Because not only do you have the choice of either joining the army, you can also become a sex slave, apparently. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, fun. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a place to go with, so <laughs> I, I like it, and it goes with the rest of it. And you're getting a job and you're getting out of that red zone because we know the red zone is not. Uh, we saw one section of it, mm-hmm. you know, the club section. Yeah, well, think, we saw a couple of sections yeah, of it. Yeah, we saw a couple of sections of it. I think it's a lot worse in some areas than it was there. Yeah, from that moment when we saw him in the car, like everything looked dilapidated and broke down. It looked like it had been hit by like a bomb or something. Right. But you had the parts where we met Terrence. Right. And yeah. he seems like he's a, what, a thug? Uh like a crime boss or something. Yeah, he was running everything there. So that's yeah. uh, Ian Tracy, by the way. And if you recognize him, that would be because he was Jason on Continuum. Mm-hmm. And he's been in Killjoy. He was on Killjoys once, The 100, um, Wayward Pines. He's been in a lot of stuff that you've seen. Yeah, another <laughs> so, great character actor. Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. So he's you know, Hell on Wheels, Sanctuary, yada, yada. I was really <laughs> liking his character and. 
Yeah. He was just, he, you know, he was dealing it. And there was going to be those people there. I love the yeah. fact that he had all the tattoos when no one else, you know, and you don't, I, something you want to see in the corporate world over there. Yeah, I love the way they introduced him, though. So he was there, and he was cutting into this tomato like it was a bloody red steak. Mm-hmm. Because and like, it just was. think that's a, it's a commodity. That tomato is valuable. Yeah, it's a delicacy. A, <laughs> and the other guys, uh, Theo is selling cigarettes that aren't cut with sawdust like everything else was. Yeah, the real thing. And, but, so where is he getting it? We don't know yet. And like Theo, he can run it. I mean, he can. He has an option to become a fighter. Mm-hmm. Not the best option in the world, but hey, it's something that makes money. Yeah, and he's awesome. I was thinking about, um, we do that other podcast for Van Helsing, and I was thinking of um, Trezo, and he was telling us about how he do, does his parkour and everything. And I was thinking, oh, man, I want to talk to this guy and you know talk about like how he trained. Because he, he has a very active role here. Right. And it looks, he looks, it's just going to be interesting watching him get into it. Right. We should put that out there and see if we can get him. Yeah. And if you're new to this podcast, check out some of our other ones that we did. Brad and Court Talks over at PureFandom.com. We get a lot of interviews with the cast and crew of things and, you know, get some insight into their character. So we're expecting to talk to some people from this show later on as we go along. Find out what we do. It'll be cool. Find out new things. Definitely. One of the things I loved while we were talking about Theo mm-hmm. was when Ben was, you know, we we started out with the elevator scene. Oh, God, that was awesome. They're going up and down the elevator and everything else. And then Ben gets over to the red zone, wanders. Well, first he gets the blood from, what's his name? Oh, um, wait a minute. Chad? Yeah. Chad. Well, they're going up and down the elevators in the green zone. Ben heads over to the red zone with his work friends to, you know, have a blow off a little steam. Downtime. He, Everybody needs it. He gets some blood from his uh, boss there, right? Poor the, Chad. Don't go to the bathroom. <laughs> or that, don't drink anything that Ben gives you. Right. And that's the first time we figure out that Ben is actually, he's got some moves. He's got street fighter moves that people in the corporate world don't have. Oh, he, for sure. He heads over out of there, over to the red zone. He heads out of there and takes the elevator up to Theo's house, which I love the elevator. The guy on the motorcycle. Seriously. That was perfect. The 14th floor. Wow. <laughs> that would scare the crap out of me. And But it's what you got to do. Could you imagine having that job? I'm serious. Uh, okay, let me just say, I ride motorcycles. I've ridden motorcycles for billions of years now. And going up and down the stairs with somebody on the back of it, ballsy move. I just, <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. Or to be that person on the back. And he was just like an Uber driver. <laughs> Yeah, that was it. like take me up to fourteen, and they they get paid and they go whatever. I love. Yeah, it. I wonder what the limit is. Like, what is the minimum floor you have to go to to be able to get on that thing? Well, I, take me up to the second floor, please. I, I, no, I'm pretty sure there's no limit. If you're going to pay, there's no limit. Because gas. True, but still, I don't know. yeah, true. But before they went over to the red zone, you know, he did call up Laura and said, "Oh, by the way, we're going out for drinks, right? And we're going to the bar and." We find out later she uh, she's having these weird flashbacks that we don't know why she's having issues with it. Mm-hmm. We find out later that occasionally they'll take people hostage, cut off an ear, and get some ransom money, at which point the other people come back from the red zone once the ransom money's paid to them mm-hmm. and just have their ears surgically regrown 
Yeah, but that doesn't take care of the PTSD you got going on. No. Our girl's a serious uh, secret cutter now. Yeah, she... Uh, but you had to love that part, too. She just cuts it and sprays it away. Yeah, they have that spray stuff, and you you grow new skin that qu- that quickly. Spray the paint away. There yeah, are- and we kind of have something like that. It doesn't grow the new skin, but it closes the wound. It is working so on it. We're, we're, clo- we're close. I mean, these are things that happen in the show that are coming up in the future we can foresee this happening it's mm-hmm. not a big stretch it's not you know buck rogers in 25th century or anything like that that goes uh, yeah i don't know so while we're with laura what did you think of that scene with the older woman and the young guy who didn't speak a word of english i loved it i thought it was the greatest thing ever because yeah, so her young, hot fiancé, she wants to give him her husband's young face. Which I thought was kind of weird, but... So weird. Okay, granted, he's like, see, see. He doesn't, he just wants a good life. Dude doesn't care. I guarantee it. Even if he knew, he would still say yes. Because why? Red zone, green zone. There you yeah. go. You're taking on a new identity. You have... I don't... It's, I'm Granted, it's kind of like selling yourself off. Yeah. But that's it. If you're living in the slums, and you got to realize, with this show, people have been living like this for decades. Mm-hmm. The, the slums of, of the red zone is pretty much it. And if you're stuck there, you're not getting out. There's no... For sure. Un- unless you do the military option, and still you're stuck in the military. Everybody in the green zone seems to be those that are um, passed down. Like Laura said, she got pick oh yeah it's total hereditary it's a class thing that's the top one percent right she got approved to have a baby oh she got a permit by her mother basically (laughs) (laughs) who was who's the head of spiga right now well not the head she is yeah the head of spiga's u.s operations she approved them to have a baby so that kid would grow up in the green zone Mm -hmm. and it would not go down so if you're born in the red zone you're stuck there but Ben isn't intent on that. He only married her to get further up the corporate ladder so he could get to Elena. I feel really bad for Laura. Yeah, I'm curious to see how that goes along with Laura when she finds out more. Well, and then you had the extra layer of it where she doesn't talk to her mother, not really. Like, they're not close. Yeah. Which I'm kind of thinking that leans back to her getting taken hostage at some point. Yeah. And I think that's going to be uh, like her mom's like, no, I ain't going to pay nothing. I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was interesting when... um. She was talking to Ben and um, she was telling him, like, I don't know how you do it. Like, you have this charm switch. You just turn it on. You're always sunny. And he's like, and that's not bad. Like, he can turn it on. And even in the real world, that's what you do. You have your business face. You turn it on for people. Right. And, like, she she's aware of that. But I guess not the extent. I feel so bad for her. Um, I kind of don't feel bad for him. Because he's faking everything, or he's why he's actually looking for Theo's, you know, sister, his his true yeah, love. Yeah, and I'm cool with all the other stuff he did, except for the part with Laura. Like, I think she's the only innocent in the corporate world that he's really like messed with. Like, even the stuff that he does to Chad, Chad's probably an asshole. Like, look where he is now with the world as it is. Like, you'd have to get you'd have to have done some really shitty sh- shitty things to yeah. you know get from. Floor to floor to floor. So Chad totally deserved what he got. Absolutely. And his family, what happens to his family now that he was turned in for corporate um, espionage? Espionage. What happens uh, to his family? It, it, it depends on where they are or who they are in the corporate world. Mm-hmm. Like if they belong to a blue-blooded family too, like they don't necessarily lose out. 
yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what the fallback on that is. And yeah. really curious what happens when you go to the quiet room with Julian. I don't oh, want to go there, but what does he do? What what happens in the quiet room? Are we going to find out? Or is that going to be one of those things that we just... Didn't I say he went Jack Bauer on the dude? Pretty much. He got out a knife and went, you know, he said, I'm not going to enjoy this, but what's going to happen? Yeah, you don't want to go to any place called the quiet room. No, not at all. <laughs> no. It's, I'm stuck on it. I like the show. It's great. I, I can't wait for, to see more of it. Oh, for sure. And so, like, he has to get to the 40th floor. We'll just see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's going to get so, there. Yeah. New opening. He does, you know, that's basically why he set his, friend, uh, his boss up. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So when you're doing your whole corporate climbing, make sure you take your earbuds with you. Oh, definitely. And make sure they don't fail. And your sick gun. <laughs> That was nuts. You can walk around with that thing at work and just, yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Like, Brad, lay off with the sick gun. Everybody's puking. Uh, uh. Oh, it's Brad again. Be like that scene from Chunk out of, uh, what is it, uh, The Goonies. Oh, God, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's why they called him Junk. Yeah, yeah, Chunk at The Goonies, yeah. Oh, yeah, because I thought because he was a little chunky. That's why I thought they called him that. That's what it was, but, you know, he, he was a theater. Anyhow, The Goonies, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. If you haven't watched it, watched it. where have you been? What was your childhood? Go watch it now. <laughs> when <laughs> Chunk starts talking about the worst thing he ever did, there you yeah. go. That's, he needed that gun. It would have been fun. Anyhow, I think we got a little off topic there. So what else got Thank on this? You guys. <laughs> you guys. You got anything else on this one? No, I just i am really excited to see the second episode, and now I can go watch it. Like I don't like to mix them up. Yes. Because I'll get mixed up. Yeah, exactly. So we'll be back next week with this one. We'll have another episode on it. We'll talk about it. So if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for Van Helsing, 12 Monkeys, and other shows. There are also a lot of awesome writers over there putting in some amazing work. Like Brad said, be sure to check out the website and make sure you look for Pure Fandom on our Facebook page. Not a great conversation there. And if you have thoughts or comments about this episode, let us know in the comments below or hit us up on the Twitter or Facebook page. Until next time, remember, don't forget your earplugs. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.